All right, another solo episode. I got news. I got fun stuff. A lot of fun news here, as always. A lot of frustrating things going on, too, in our world. We'll try to discuss it as much as we can here. I like to start with some a little bit of old news, but it's, I guess it's not far-fetched anymore. But you guys hear about Kim Kardashian was named GQ's Man of the Year? She's holding a bag of Cheetos and a tie. And she looks pretty close to a man in this picture. Kim Kardashian, GQ's Man of the Year. There's got to be other countries laughing at us. Um, I, I'm not I'm not sure. I, I didn't know she was a man. She is one attractive male. I'm not sure what GQ's thinking. Maybe they're just running out of material at this point where they now get females to pretend they're males and then win awards. However way you look at it, I, I, am, I am confused, as is she, obviously. Let's keep it in the Kardashian family. This is actually one of my favorite stories. Tristan Thompson, right? Tristan Thompson, Khloe Kardashian. Not sure if they're together or not, but they go back and forth. Don't really keep tabs with these uh, with these people. But Tristan Thompson has cheated on Khloe Kardashian multiple times. I'm going to say it probably over 10 times. Don't fact check me on that, but there's plenty of stories that state that this guy's been cheating on Khloe and Khloe continues to take him back. My favorite line of all time is Tristan Thompson saying how disgusting he is the next day after he cheats on Khloe Kardashian. So imagine that, you know, that he, he has an affair with another woman and after he's done with her, oh my gosh, I feel so terrible. Khloe, I did it again. I feel terrible. I cheated on you again. Imagine the, the girl he's having an affair with, you know, she asks, you know, Tristan, does, does Chloe know about this? She doesn't, but I'm going to feel so bad once we're done. So this guy continues to cheat on her, but feels terrible about it every time he does it. But he continues to do it. That, my friends, should should be the GQ man of the year right there. <laughs> what a douchebag. I mean, this guy, what a clown. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cheat on her again, and I'm going to feel really, really bad about it. Idiot. How about the Atlanta man that went to uh, a Subway? A Subway sandwich in Atlanta. He was telling the girl behind the counter what to put in a sandwich. She said, you know, would you like some mayonnaise in, my, in, in your sandwich? And he said, yes. She put mayonnaise and put, she put too much. So he decided to kill her. Pretty cool, right? Yeah. Yeah. You, you put too much mayonnaise in my sandwich, so I'm going to kill you. Eh, eh, you know, Atlanta. Eh. Has anybody seen anything wrong with that? I don't think so. I mean, instead of like you know scraping some mayonnaise off or saying you know can can you can you just redo my sandwich? I want to go back there and just kill you. Eh, pretty cool. Eh, Atlanta. Not sure what Atlanta rules and laws are, but if he was in California, he'd probably get the Citizen of the Year award. How about this poor woman that went into Mexico? Lives somewhere in the Midwest, right? So she wants to get a tummy tuck. She's like in her sixties. Good for her. And, you know, who knows what her life is like, but man, 60 years old, tummy tuck, she's, she's on the verge of doing some big things in life. So it's too expensive in the States, right, to get a tummy tuck. So she heads to Mexico. She goes to Tijuana. And a tummy tuck in the States is, I don't know, five $6,000. In Tijuana, it's, they say it's close to like twelve to 1500 So she heads there with her daughter. They put her down. She wakes up. And she has butt implants and big, 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 big boobies. She wakes up 
and the 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 daughter sees her and she's like mom what what, what did they do to you and she looks down and her tummy is still intact nothing was tucked and at this point this poor lady is starting to cry and doesn't realize what the hell just happened and so the the plastic surgeons in Tijuana are like, yeah, you know, hey, you know, we had a little bit of extra. We gave it to you. She's like, well, what about my tummy? Nah, you know, you didn't, you didn't tell us about that. What are you talking about? It's in right. It's all right here. So now they're holding her up. You know why? Because they told her that you owe us more money. <laughs> you can't leave. We're not going to allow you to leave because we gave you big boobies and we gave you butt implants. I mean, what a disaster. Can you imagine that? So they wouldn't allow her to leave until they paid the balance of what they owed. Imagine that. I went to Tijuana to try to get a tummy tuck. Instead, my tummy is still intact, looks the same like I prior to me leaving. And now I got these big old boobies and I've got this big old butted implant and I'm 65 years old. And on top of that, I have to pay more money to them because who knows what they're going to do to me. That, my friends, is the man of the year right there. Hey, did you know that late people live longer? Yeah, a study showed that the people who are late to parties and events, they live longer. I mean, think about it. Think about the people that you know who are always late. They don't give a damn. They don't give a damn. They just roll up, calm, relaxed, smiles on their faces. Them being late is on time. They're never stressed. So now you got something, right? Those who are listening were always late. You can always tell your friends and family, hey, I'm going to live longer, man. Chill out. Relax. Hey, what about Beijing, China? Listen to this one, man. Usually you get out of a traffic jam in Beijing. Let's say you're on the freeway and it's not moving. It's bumper to bumper. Somebody will pick you up on a bike, take you where you need to go, and the other person will take your car and sit in traffic. Brilliant. Can you imagine? Think about that. Imagine LA traffic. You're sitting in this dumpy LA traffic. You call this dude on a bike and you're like, all right, pick me up. I'm on the 405 in La Cienega. Two dudes come in a bike. You jump on the back. The guy in the back goes in your car, waits for the traffic to die down, delivers it to you, and you're home. And you're, tra- you know, you're tracking the guy on the, in your car, of course. Beijing, China. Imagine Beijing, China. Way ahead of the game. Kansas City Chiefs win the Super Bowl. Thankfully, as you know, I'm a Rams fan. I I don't want to see the day that the 49ers win another Super Bowl. So I'm thankful for that. But these poor dudes do in a podcast. They were were on fentanyl. They had no idea. They They took some cocaine. They were doing a podcast. They were celebrating and laced with fentanyl and they die. Imagine, imagine, you're, you're celebrating Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl, you so celebrated for about eight hours and you die. Because you're sniffing cocaine that's laced with fentanyl. Fun, good, good stuff, man. Like, come on, man. You don't, you're already not in a high. Your team just won the freaking Super Bowl. You're over here trying to sniff more cocaine to get high and then your luck, it's laced with fentanyl? Come on, dude. Your drug is your team winning the Super Bowl, man. Like, what else do you need? My God. How about the woman in California stabbing her boyfriend 100 times? Actually, more than. More than 100 times. 
Prosecutors called a cannabis-induced psychosis. Guess what? Sentenced a couple Tuesdays ago, two years of probation. Probation. (laughs) Welcome to California. So she stabbed her boyfriend over 100 times. She then stabs herself, and they were dating for several weeks, the reports say. Several weeks! Several weeks, and she decides to stab this guy over 100 times. Imagine if they were dating for several months or years. Oh my gosh. What a psychopath. Not sure if she's more of a psychopath than this decision in court, but... California doing California things. Man, is there any accountability anywhere in the state? Police officers who responded to the apartment found Omelia lying in a pool of blood with this chick screaming hysterically with a knife still in her hands. Before the officers could disarm her, Spetcher, that's her name, plunged the weapon, a long serrated bread knife into her own neck. Officers used a taser and multiple baton blows before they were finally able to disarm and subdue Spetcher. Authorities say, man, I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing. I'm laughing at our our laws and regulations in the state. That's what I'm laughing at because that's an absolute joke, okay? This dude was stabbed over 100 times and this chick gets two years of probation. So it's complete anarchy then, right, on the streets. Complete and utter anarchy. No accountability. You can get away with anything. I'm talking about that. Our district attorney, George Gascon, in California, came out yesterday and said that we are in better shape today than we were four years ago. That's when he took over. This guy's got the balls to say that we're in better shape today than we were four years ago. Anarchy on the streets, 950 bucks or less. You go anywhere you want in California, anywhere you want in California, the entire state of California, the greatest state in the world. California is the greatest state in the world. Takes the country, I'm talking about the world. You can go anywhere you want for $950. You can steal anything you want and it's a misdemeanor. And the security guard can't do nothing to you. And there are employees of that institution that can do nothing to you because they will most likely get sued because they are backing up their store or their product. Think about that for a second. And he's saying we're in better shape than we were four years ago? You can walk in anywhere and steal $950 of product and nothing will happen to you. It's like, it's like not making a full stop at a stop sign. That's what it equates to. And they're saying there's less people charged because nobody's getting prosecuted. You can fool a lot of people. You can fool a lot of people. But there's a lot of people that you can't fool anymore. Anymore. You know why? Because a lot of people are now getting affected by this. And when people get affected by this, word spreads. They tell family, friends, employees tell family and friends, business owners tell family and friends. Walk down the street to any business now in California, and they've probably gotten hit. We're in better shape today than we were four years ago. Now, here's the thing. 
People will read that headline and they will vote for him because they just assume that he's right. Because our state and our country are filled with sheep and the sheep will follow because they don't do their own research. How out of touch is our governor now? This dude, his story is mind-boggling. My mind was in a pretzel when I heard that this actually happened. I thought it was a joke. This governor, Gavin Newsom, walks into a Target with his daughter. So I think it's somewhere in Sacramento, somewhere up north. And they're waiting at the register. And this dude has a bunch of stuff in his hands and drops an item. And Newsom's daughter says, oh, sir, you, you dropped something. He picks up that item and he walks out of the store. Gavin looks at the register attendant and he says, that man just walked out with product. Nobody stopped him. This lady says, yeah, our governor has really lightened up these laws and allows you to essentially steal under 950 bucks and nothing really happens to you. Hey, that's not true. That's not true. That's not how the law is written. All right, let's hear it. Let's hear it from, from Governor Gavin Newsom of California, from, from his lips. The woman says, oh, he's just walking out. He didn't pay for that. I said, well, why aren't you stopping him? She goes, oh, the governor. Swear to God, true story. Oh, my mom's great. The governor lowered the threshold. There's no, there's no, there's no accountability. There's no, I said, it's just not true. She looks at me twice, and then she freaks out. She calls everyone over, wants to take photos. I'm like, no, I'm not taking a photo. It's exactly why he said the story. This guy's such a narcissist, man. This is exactly why he told this story. This is the most embarrassing story Gavin Newsom has told. This guy's. This guy is, I mean, he's a, the perfect politician. Knows how to talk, knows how to dress, always clean shaven, hair's never out of place. He wouldn't tell this story if he didn't mention the fact that the employees at Target want to take a picture with him. That's the reason why. That's the reason why. You, you know how dumb this guy looks saying a story like this? We're having a conversation. Where's your manager? How are you blaming the governor? And it was, you know, $380 later. And I was like, why am I spending $380? Everyone can walk the hell right out. Oh, no, no, Gavin. Why don't you look up Prop 47? Prop 47 says, Prop 47 eliminated the felony treatment of serious shoplifters and the ability to prosecute offenders based on previous convictions. After Prop 47, you could steal tens of thousands of dollars and just as long as each of those shoplifting offenses were less than $950, you will be charged a misdemeanor. And by the way, if a target calls the cops, the local police, and says, somebody just walked out with product. Oh, cool. How much? $350 worth. Uh, okay, yeah, we're just going to go back to eating donuts. Nobody's coming. Nobody will come because there's nothing to do, nothing to be done. You're going to give this loser a misdemeanor for what? There's no accountability. And this Gavin Newsom and this Gascon, these tag team, this... They, they're, they're just saying that we're in better shape than we were four years ago. Wake up, man. You can't you can't continue voting these people in, man. Panera Bread, in bed with Gavin Newsom. Donated over $150,000 to his campaign. Gavin Newsom just passed the bill that's going in place June 1st, July, whatever it is. 
Fast food industries have to pay their employees 20 bucks an hour. 20 bucks an hour. Fast food industries accept Panera Bread. Because the owner of Panera Bread, a billionaire who owns 26 Panera Breads, donated $165,000 to his campaign. Are we not awake yet? Are you not awake yet? Getting away with murder, man. And, and, and look, and the way he turns everything, again, perfect politician. The school that this guy went to to be a politician should be around forever because he's so good. Here's the story. Well, tonight, Republican state leaders are calling for an investigation of Governor Gavin Newsom. This over allegations he advocated for changes to a major law to benefit a billionaire friend and donor. The state legislature ultimately approved those changes. KCRA 3's Ty Steele joins us now with more on what this means. Ty? Yeah. This all centers on California's law requiring major fast food chains to pay workers a minimum wage of 20 bucks an hour this April and a big exemption that was made. Lawmakers passed the FAST Act back in 2022. It set the new wages and established a council to bargain for working conditions on behalf of the state's half a million fast food workers. But baked into the legislation was a unique exemption, chains that bake and sell their own bread. And that includes the fast food chain Panera Bread. And tonight, sources tell KCRA 3 that the governor pushed for that exemption after negotiations with Greg Flynn, who owns 24 Panera Bread restaurants here in California. According to Bloomberg News, Flynn has been a major Newsom donor, giving $100,000 to Newsom's campaign against the 2021 recall and nearly $65,000 to his 2022 re-election campaign. So when Newsom finally signed that agreement into law in 2023 at a news conference in Los Angeles, KCRA3's Ashley Zavala asked why the exemption was there in the first place. There's a provision in this bill that exempts bakeries, essentially, places that sell and bake bread on site. So carving out essentially Panera and Boudin. I wonder, I mean, what, why did in the agreement, did you all decide that those workers should not be within the umbrella of this? I mean, that's part of the sausage making that was part of 257, the original bill. And we went back and forth and there was part of the negotiation. It's the nature of negotiation. There's a lot of component parts. Nature of negotiation. I bet if Wendy's and McDonald's and uh, In-N-Out and all these other franchises donated to this guy, he would have never passed this law. Let, let's go back to his negotiating with, <laughs> with Panera Bread. The industry, it's not just Jack and Box, not just McDonald's. There are a lot of different players. This affects a lot oh, of different franchisees so and different models as it relates to that um, and in different conditions and environments. And so that was all part of the give and take. And that was conditions and environments. What do, you, what do you mean? Conditions and environments because they make bread. So what? McDonald's buys bread. If you're making bread, you should be making 20 bucks an hour. Collective wisdom of the legislature and ultimately led to my signature. Well, tonight, the governor's office responded to the report in a statement saying, quote, this legislation was the result of countless hours of negotiations with dozens of stakeholders over two years. Staff in the governor's office met with dozens of business owners as well as union representatives, as is expected when policies of this consequence are moving through the legislature. Meantime, State Assembly Republican Minority Leader James Gallagher has called for an investigation. Posting online, can any franchisee get an exemption from the $20 minimum wage law or do they 
they need to donate more than $150,000 to Newsom first. That's right, James. As for Greg Flynn, the billionaire franchisee, he told KCRA 3 as far back as 2022 that if the bill passed, he wasn't sure if his company would survive. He has not responded to the latest reports. Oh, no uh, kidding. Your company wouldn't survive if you paid fast food, fast food employees 20 bucks an hour. No kidding. No kidding. No kidding. So here's, here's how this whole thing works, okay? Raising the minimum wage is a job destroyer. It will not create jobs. If anything, it's going to lay a ton of people off. The entrepreneur and the business owner will always figure out a way to stay in business, okay? No matter what. You want to be in the business, you're going to, you're going to make sure you know how to stay in business. These employees are just going to be replaced by robots and kiosks. So if a, if a McDonald's has six employees in their restaurant, it's going to go down to one or two. And the rest will be robots and kiosks. And you're going to have zero service anywhere. You're not going to be able to get served anywhere. You're going to be talking to this kiosk. And God forbid you order a cheeseburger, but you get a hamburger and there's no cheese. Enjoy talking to the kiosk. Look, the government doesn't care about you. The government wants you down at all times. The taxes that are in your paychecks is all they want. And they don't know what the hell to do with the taxes because your roads suck, public schools suck, homelessness is everywhere, crime is everywhere, smash and grabs everywhere. It's, it's third world country in a lot of areas in California. Just donate 150K to his campaign and, and maybe you don't have to pay your employees 20 bucks an hour, uh, fast food employees 20 bucks an hour. Whew, that felt good. Another one, Karen Bass, the mayor of LA. She's putting people in the in, in homes, right? They're, they're getting these motels around town and, and putting them into homes. Look, homelessness is not just, a lot of these people just want to stay outdoors. They don't want to be indoors. And a lot of these people have mental health issues. There's something wrong with their brains. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. They're either on drugs or, or they're veterans or they've got a PTSD. They, they're, they're mentally ill. If you're going to build buildings and rooms for these people to live in, it's not going to work. Figure out what's going on upstairs in their brains. Put them in facilities first. Build the facilities first. Okay? And then put them in housing. Or they'll be able to get on their feet on their own. Build housing for homeless. Just to, just to, you know, like throw them in an area. Let them let them live in these little motels. Look, look, look. The, the homeless number is going down. There's less people on the streets. Backwards, man. These guys got backwards brains. Another one, uh, Newsom, he signed another law very quietly. He signs these, these laws very, very quietly uh, for gender clothing in retail stores. It was signed in 2021. The fine is up to $500 for those who don't carry gender-neutral clothing. Think about this. This guy's, I mean, just completely forcing everything down your throats. So you have a little boutique somewhere, and you don't have a gender-neutral section in your boutique. They can come and fine you up to $500. <laughs> what the fuck? How about this Tinder date in Florida? <laughs> this woman, that's... Whatever, they're, they're getting together, right? And I guess they decide to go to a hotel. She invites him to the room and she demands him to pay after they have an interaction. 
He doesn't. He's just like, dude, this is consensual. We matched on Tinder. I'm not going to pay you. So she just promptly sets his car on fire. She's facing felony charges after police say that she set the Tinder date and his car on fire. The alleged attack happened on November 25th between Destiny Leon Johnson and a man she met. A felony charge. Did you hear that? In Florida? In Florida. There's a felony charge because a woman sets a man's car on fire. In California, if you would do that, you might get the Citizen of the Year Award. Hey, thanks for uh, joining me today. I hope you enjoyed it. You know, a lot of frustrating things are happening in my state in California. I was in Florida over the weekend for a cousin's wedding, and you just you just feel the difference in, in a red state and a blue state. And I know everybody doesn't agree with what I have to say, and I don't, agree, I don't agree with what you have to say either. And that's okay. That's what makes America great. But I don't think anybody would disagree in being free and feeling good. And those who need to be prosecuted should be prosecuted. You can't just go out and smash and grab and claim under 950 and, and really nothing happened to you. At some point, there has to be accountability. And again, California, the greatest state in the world. And you talk to Floridians and you just, right now, you're not really proud to be from this state. And it's unfortunate that a couple handful of people have absolutely ruined this state. They've ruined this state. And the power that they hold is frightening. I've got another challenge coming up. I'm going to announce it on my Instagram page. So you have to follow it. Miked up pod on Instagram. I'll link it in the show notes. I thank you for making me a part of your day. If I offended you, oh well. I am Mike Gabriel. This is Miked Up Pod. Until next time, folks. No wasted days. Let's go. When you're feeling in the dumps, don't be silly chumps. Just purse your lips and whistle. That's the thing. Hey, always look on the bright.